This is an RSN Racing and Sport production. This is the Saturday Night Harness Preview with Dan Malecki and Rob Orber. Hello everyone, welcome. It is the Saturday Night Harness Preview, but with a change-up because it's for a Friday night meeting this week and I think it's important that we do concentrate on a great night of harness racing at Kilmore. It is the Jet Roofing Group 2 Kilmore Pacing Cup night and it's an absolute cracker. So we'll be looking at the Kilmore meeting. Rob Orba, hello to you. A very good evening to you, uh, Dan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our uh, preview show. This time, as you mentioned, it is a Friday night, uh, but what a night it is, uh, the Kilmore Pacing Cup night. Uh, we've got the Reg Withers three-year-old classic, always a fantastic race, and not forgetting, of course, the MC Labor Kilmore Trotters Cup, which look, looks to be an absolute beauty, Dan. So looking forward to a very good program. First event there kicking off uh, at 6.07 on what should be a fantastic night leading up to the grand final uh, day on Saturday. And our preview each week uh, that is broadcast through RSN, on RSN and all of the socials and Harness Racing Victoria at times as well. A thanks to the Victoria Harness Racing Club and we really appreciate their uh, their support uh, of the uh, the Saturday Night Harness Preview for Friday night. Race 1607, the CNM Build Group Pace. Uh, what initially looked a pretty open race, Rob? It is, Dan, a, a very open race. I, I was... Pretty taken by the win of Terry last week. I, I wasn't sure how he would handle the, the 1,200. He's, he's been over that journey a couple of times. He finished third back in July and then got over uh, last week's uh, run where he looked to be struggling down the back straight. Uh, he just couldn't muster. But the part about him uh, that I liked the most was how strong he was going to the line. And I think that run would have just sharpened him up for this race uh, on Friday night. He's a classy horse. He's won 10 from 45. He's been placed on four other occasions. Uh, Ryan Sanderson takes the drive here for Andy Gather. I actually think Ryan will suit the horse as well. And I think he can win here, number nine, Terry. On top, ahead of number four, I'm Shadow Boxer, who's been going really well for uh, Ashley and James Herbertson. He hasn't won since May, but his form over the last few months have been uh, very good and luckless to a certain degree. And I, I thought he could present himself and have a really good chance. Other hopes in the race, I've put in number seven, Ideal Escape, who's another horse that I think is going really well. He's not having a lot of luck. He went around in the Maryborough Gold Cup. He finished fifth behind Rock and Roll Do. That's really strong form line for this race. He was runner-up behind Terry at his prior start. So I think Ideal Escape's got a genuine winning chance in the race. And number five, our uncle Jim, who went for a little trip to Menangle, had a couple of runs up there when finishing second and third. That uh, little trip, I'm sure, would have sharpened him up. And he comes into this race with, with a good chance as well. Open race, as you mentioned, but I think there's four main chances, nine, four, seven and five. And I'm nine, seven, four, and five. Terry, he won over the 1,200, but clearly he's a much better horse over this sort of trip. So, well, in with the claim for Ryan Sanderson, nine, seven, four, five. Rob Race 2 is the tab pace. And uh, Jess Tubbs uh, looks to have uh, the strength here with two key runners, Rikiro Rebel and Nonpareil. Yeah, stable in form, Dan. Uh, Greg uh, driving really well. Uh, we saw him get a few winners at Geelong throughout the week. Uh, I th think Rikiro Rebel looks awfully hard to beat. 
third behind Amore Vita, fourth behind Talk Time, fourth behind Soho Astoria. That uh, form reads really strong for this race. She's a mare that's won four from 19, placed on six other occasions. She draws barrier five. I think she'll be able to press forward, and I think uh, she'll run a really good race, five Rikiro Rebel. I thought one Norm's Lady could be an improver. She's been there about. She gets barrier one again here. Uh, look, I, I think, you know, last start she got beaten 13 metres behind Relentless Me and Miss Montana. Uh, that wasn't. Uh, that was a pretty strong race. So I think she'll get a soft trip again, and I'm expecting her to be a, a little place chance. The big improver I thought would be number three. Here comes Sassy. Uh, here, here she comes, Sassy. I should say. Uh, look, she's a quick beginner. She's been now with um, Alex Ashwood for uh, for a short time, and I just feel that she's got the gate speed here to to possibly maybe even find the front. And uh, she should be in it for a long way. I think she's a real winning chance in this race. And four captains, Queen, who's also been going really well of late. So, look, five on top from one, three and four. But it's a race, even though I think Rikiro Rebel's clearly the horse to beat, there are some little chances here with the one, three and four. And I've also got Rikiro Rebel on top, five, seven, eight and one. Race three, the O'Brien Electrical Trot. Uh, and Rob, again, Jess Tubbs, Greg Sugars uh, will have the favourite dichotomy, number one. Yeah, look, dichotomy, she's a three-roll filly. She, she is taking on uh, the older horses. Uh, she was runner-up in the Vic Bread final uh, back in September the 16th when uh, she was only beaten, what, 8.4 metres. She worked forward. She had to do some work uh, outside the leader and, and battled on really strongly. Obviously, taking on the older horses is always... A little bit of a challenge for, uh, even though she's uh, pretty much turned four now, but she still comes out of age company. And uh, look, from the draw, I think she's going to be uh, really hard to beat. I think horses that have got good hopes in the race, four bit of Irish luck, who I think is a really nice horse uh, for Mick Blackmore, James Herbertson to drive. She's had three runs back from a spell. She should be peaking for this race. We know she's a high-quality horse, and uh, she also went around in the Vic Bread final in the, four, in the four-year-old division uh, behind Gardena Ronda. I think this is more to her liking here. I think she's a major threat in the race. Number eight, Jakarta, a, a very experienced trotter who's won six from 36, a six-year-old, uh, gets a nice draw, uh, will be running on strongly. And the other horse, six and over sun since joining the Ben Yole stable. It's been racing really well. And Taylor Yule to drive, who's been in fantastic form, can certainly acquit itself well. But look, one, four, eight and six for mine for race three. And I'm one, eight, four and three. The first of the features, race four is the Reds Withers three-roll classic. I think the barrier draw is uh, aiding perfect class here, who probably doesn't need much extra help. He's a very smart three-year-old. He is a very smart three-year-old. Uh, he comes out of the Vic Bread final, having finished third behind Petrarca and Techies watching. Uh, drew barrier four on that occasion and, and certainly did some work. Also carried a flat tyre too from the stewards report and battled on really strongly. You, you would imagine from the draw, he comes into this uh, really well. Uh, he's won five from 15, placed on seven other, uh, eight other occasions. So he's only missed the place twice in his 15 start career. And from the pole position, he looks very hard to beat. I'm just giving number four, our Vincent can go, a little bit of a chance at value, Dan. Look, he went around in the uh, semi-final at a Vic Bread at $126. But look, his form before that went second behind the real Sherlock and third behind high above. He was fourth behind the Lost Storm going back 
at uh, in August. Uh, he, he was going really well. So if you're just prepared to just forget that last run, uh, I think he can certainly make his presence felt here. Number four, our Vincent can go. He presents a bit of value. Uh, two Viking, uh, who just really uh, didn't get into the race last start. Uh, he sat back, uh, went back at the start, made around around the field. He's better drawn here. He'll certainly uh, be in a much more handier spot. I think he can be an improver. And seven final collect. He came out of that uh, uh, long-distance race last week for the three-year-olds in preparation for the derby. He, he's on track. He ran third behind the real Sherlock and Louis Lou I, and I think, uh, again, he's, uh, he's got to be respected. So one, four, two and seven for race four. Yeah, hard to look past perfect class, and I'm uh, very similar. One, two, seven and five. Race number five is the first league of the main quaddy, it's the MC, Labour, Kilmore, Trotters Cup, and the scratching, penny, the penny drops comes out, which is unfortunate, um, but it looks as if it could be a match race between one overall and Olavici, but there's been plenty of match races where Bullion Harry has upset the party. Yeah, and look, uh, Bullion Harry, uh, you know, he, he's a very Dow type. You, you would think this uh, distance of uh, 3,150 metres could, could actually be down, uh, right down his alley, Bullion Harry. Uh, gets the services of John Calder. Look, I, I can't tip uh, against uh, one of my favourite trotters in Olivici. I, I think he's uh, he comes into this race with a, a really good hope again. Look, he was beaten by Queen Elida, uh, third at Shepherd and behind Bullion Harry at his start before with that. Uh, look, he's just getting fitter. And, and look, this will be a bit of a test for him. He's probably, you know, he's staying prowess. There's probably still a little bit of a question mark with Olivici. We know when he's sort of driven with that... Uh, held up with that really sharp sprint. He's got that electrifying speed. So he's going to have to produce this at the end of a staying test here, and that's probably the little question mark. But again, uh, I, I just think he's uh, such a great trotter, and I think he'll be really hard to beat. From 6-1 overall, who I would imagine Greg Sugars will try to make this a, a genuine staying test and utilise uh, the advantage. He's won 13 races from 30 standing start attempts. He's been placed on seven other occasions. So his standing start form record is outstanding. And most importantly, he's runs over this uh, longer distance. He's had nine starts for four wins and three seconds. So... There's a lot to like about him, isn't there, uh, with, uh, with one overall. Uh, look, he's, he's obviously the danger. Four Bullion Harry just keeps getting under everyone's guard and he just keeps producing good runs after good runs. And I think, uh, again, uh, you've got to respect the horse and it wouldn't shock if he happened to win the race. And three Victory Hill, who uh, will strip fitter for his first up run at Maryborough in the Maryborough Trotters Cup. And uh, he'll, he'll give a good sight. He, he'll be in there for a long way. And he can run a very good race. So seven, six, four, and three. Similar. I'm six, seven, four, three, but very much a toss-up between one overall and Olavici and what looks a really intriguing Kilmore Trotters Cup, Rob. Race six is the seven eleven Cup. Uh, and this is, uh, this is an interesting race because I, I find it uh, a race where they, I can give chances to a lot of runners. Yeah, look, I've settled for uh, five outlaw man. Uh, I did see him trial prior to him getting back to the races, and I feel like he hasn't had too many suitable races uh, at his two runs back this time in. I think this is a really good race for him to utilise his gate speed and to put himself into a forward position. I think he can probably work to the front. And um, if he does that, I think he'll take some running down. Three, Captain Balisario, the obvious, the obvious danger... 
Uh, he got very keen on the pegs the other night, just things didn't work out for him. He's always been a horse that is quite content to take a sit. I just thought he might get across to the lead and then hand up to Outlaw Man and they, they'll be fighting to finish out. It'll be a question mark of uh, who, who can finish off this race stronger. Nine Yam Buckin gets back into a much more suitable race. James Herbertson to drive. You can see Yam Buckin making a move at some stage around into the race and uh, give himself every hope. And 12 Bulletproof Boy, he'll be running on very strongly late. But I thought 5, 3, 9 and 12 for race 6. And bulletproof boy, I think the race shape might just suit him. He, he feels, in a sense, he's just coming back slightly in class, even though it's a, a very competitive race. So each way, number 12, bulletproof boy, five outlaw men, three captain Belisario, nine yen bucky, and 12, five, three, nine. Okay, Rob, we get to the feature event, the group two, Jet Roofing, Kelmore Pacing Cup. It's a, it's a wonderful lineup. It's one of the stronger additions, isn't it? And what you would expect to get. Um, but it's an intriguing race, and uh, the barrier draw probably brings a couple of other horses into the race as much stronger chances. Yeah, no doubt, uh, Danny. It's a, it's a, it's a race where uh, it certainly opens it up. It's over the twenty six ninety. There seems to be some really genuine Dow stays in the race. Look, I've settled for uh, number eight, Better Eclipse. Uh, I, I just feel he's going to get a soft trip. Whichever way I look at it, he'll either be behind the leader or three back the pegs at worst. He doesn't get involved in any, you know, ongoing pressure in this race other than just sit there and be driven patiently and just hope uh, an opening appears for him. And if the opening appears and some of these main rivals have done plenty of work in the race, you, you just feel... It's going to be really... He's going to be really hard to hold out. I thought each way he presented a very good bet here, number eight, better eclipse. I've tipped him on top. Against seven, rock and roll do, who I think we're both of the same opinion. He's very close to one of the best horses in Australia and New Zealand. He's a he's an outstanding horse. Uh, he draws barrier seven. He's just going to have to earn the win. Is he capable? No doubt he is. Uh, he, he's, he's a major winning chance in the race. No different can be said about one act now, who just keeps stepping up each time. We saw him runner-up in the Vic Bread final last year behind Captain Belisario. He's had a win over Better Eclipse. Uh, he was fourth, uh, first up at Melton behind in Siphon Rock and Roll do that form in that Westburn Grant race has really held up amazing, of course, through the Eureka form. And then he was a winner at uh, Melton last week, and he just did it so impressively. Uh, so you, you know that Acknow is going to be in this for uh, right right up to the end. Uh, he's, a, he's a major chance. And number two, Loyalist, who I think might be getting under some people's guards. He, he's a very good horse. He, he's a six-year-old. He's won 11 from 76. He's just come back from that little campaign up at uh, Albion Park. He was second behind Max Shard. Uh, he chased home Tim's a trooper. He's fourth behind Swayze going back in July. He only he was only beaten 7.6 metres on that occasion. They went, went for 152.9. Joe Connolly, the trainer, Seton Grimmer. Uh, this team uh, uh, absolutely uh, very formidable when, it, when they're combining and they've made the trip here so they must feel like he's going well enough to run a big race. I, I think he's not without a chance. Uh, eight, seven, one and two. Really looking forward to the race. I think it's going to be an outstanding race but I'll go better Eclipse each way. 
And uh, I'm sticking with rock and roll do to go back to back. Number seven, seven, eight, one. And I threw in the Met treachery. But uh, Curly James is the other one who's really lifted this campaign. His form is excellent and he's way over the odds, I think. So we've both been able to find horses perhaps at longer odds that are still going to be chances. You're a loyalist. I'm a Curly James. But uh, my top pick, rock and roll do. And yours is better eclipse. So uh, something to really look forward to over the long trip, the 2690 metres at 9.03 Friday night. Kilmore. Race 8, the Carlton United Brewery's pace and uh, looking at this race um, Lip Reader will be the favourite to make it three wins in a row Yeah look I really like the chances each way of number one night school, uh, Steve Boynton uh, and, the, uh, and the team do a fantastic job Chris Alford jumps on board here over a mile, you know this horse has gate speed, you know he's going to be on the speed uh, I think he's a really top each-way chance in the race here, number one, night score. I like him a lot on an each-way basis from uh, Six Magic Mike, who uh, will appreciate the short course trip. Uh, he'll be pressing forward. Jack Law uh, certainly knows this horse's best form is over the short trip, so I can't see why he won't be in it for a long way. I thought eight, Cosimo should get a very good trip along the pegs. He'll have a soft trip. He'll be running on strongly late. Daryl Douglas to drive. Uh, the horse has just come back from a, a little stint over in Tassie. And number 11, Lip Reader, who was really impressive last week. He's uh, found some good form. And, uh, again, you can't see why he won't run a very good race, but he's got to overcome Barry 11 over the sprint trip. I thought one each way here for my night school, ahead of 6, 8 and 11 for race 8. And I'm uh, Cosimo, number eight, eight, eleven, one and six in race uh, number eight. The last event is the J&A Mazzetti Pace. Wonderful sponsors, uh, Emmy Mazzetti and um, he's uh, Victoria Harness Racing Club and Harness Racing through and through and always a wonderful supporter for Harness Racing. National News is out, number seven. Uh, it's not making it any easier though, Rob. Look, I'm tipping one here at uh, longer odds, Danny. Uh, it, it, I know the early corporate odds were around $16, and I just felt uh, she's probably worth an each-way ticket here. I, I like five classic Angelina each way here. Joey Pace trains now, James Herbertson drives. She's gone around, had a couple of trials at Bacchus Marsh, but... When you sort of go through her form, Dan, um, look, she's a lightly raced mare. She, she was eighth behind, I think, uh, at Kilmore, second behind Son of Mac, third behind Norm's Lady, third behind Sahara Breeze at her last uh, four starts. And she's had a little bit of a freshen up. She's a mare that goes... Look, she, she's got gate speed, but she's also equally as good when she's sort of held up with, uh, with one last run. And I think she's got... A good future, and we haven't seen the best of classic Angelina yet. And in the race where I thought it was wide open, I, I thought I'd rather look for something at a bit of value in this type of race. So I've gone five each way here, classic Angelina. Open up at around $16. From three, he's Ollie, who's got the gate speed here to, to really be in this for a long way. Scotty Ewan Stable going really well. They're, they're flying and uh, he's always going to give a massive side. He's got the gate speed to get across the one and two horse, which should allow him to, to be in a really good position. I thought one direct command, he, he's, he, you know, he's not blessed with brilliant ability, but he sort of whacks away and he should be able to hold up just off the speed here with Greg Sugar's driving for Greg Norman. I thought uh, he might be a little place chance in the race and uh, I've put in number 11, 
uh, Jeremy Wells, and obviously got respect for Twisted Bliss, both really nice horses, but they've got to overcome pretty awkward draws. So tricky race, as you mentioned. Look, 5-3-1-11-12, but it's a tricky race. It is. Look, I think Believe in Forever is going well, and I reckon from three back, the pegs potentially might be a play at good value. So we've both been able to find a bit of value there. It's one of those races. Ace, three, five, and 12 are my thoughts in race number nine. Just before we get your best bets for Kilmore, Rob, Saturday night this week's at Mildura, uh, the uh, traditional now, now traditional grand final uh, night meeting. A couple of really good races. There's the uh, Northern Region Championship final. It's a good race. It's $20,000. And also the Mildura Guineas is on the program. So two key races there. Uh, and also, whenever Bernie Winkle goes around, Rob, I think he's an absolute star with a record amount of wins at Mildura. But it's in a hot race, a, a fast-class race against the Cup winner earlier this year in Sahara Tiger. So that's a really good race. So a few of the highlights at Mildura Saturday night with the first event is kicking off at 5.37, almost a traditional 12 races as well. So 5.37, the first on Saturday night at Mildura. OK, Kilmore, best bets, Rob? Look, I... Uh... I don't know about best bets, but I think there's some best each-way values for the night. Uh, look, I certainly thought in the Cup, uh, Better Eclipse, who I think should get a soft trip on the pegs. Uh, I can just see this horse. It'll get out at some stage, whether it's getting out in time to win the race or run second or third. Uh, I think it's got a really good each-way chance in a race. So I'll go race seven, number eight, Better Eclipse in the Cup as an each-way bet. I thought certainly race eight, number one, night school. I like the fact Chris Elford drives here over a mile. I think uh, this horse will be in it for a long way. I think they both present very good each-way chances. And a couple of roughies for tonight. Again, you know, even though I've made better Eclipse, uh, my best each-way in the cup, I, I think Loyalist is certainly a horse that I wouldn't be dismissing out of my first fours in the cup itself. And uh, I certainly thought Classic Angelina in the last might present overs and, and might be a little sneaky chance as well. But it's a tough program. There's obviously a couple of short ones there with perfect class early in the night that, uh, you know, you may want to anchor as far as uh, some type of all-ups throughout the evening. But it's a fantastic program. Big thank you to the Victorian Harness Racing Club. We enjoyed... Uh, one of their corporate functions throughout the week, as you know, Dan, with the Carbine Club uh, luncheon uh, throughout the week. And I think for those uh, corporate uh, business people out there that want to get involved in harness racing and uh, get involved in, uh, you know, some corporate activities, uh, the, the Victorian Harness Racing Club offer fantastic corporate packages and it's just a matter of contacting, you know, Shane Glary or Susan Hunter, uh, Johnny Dunn. They're all there uh, doing some great work behind the scenes for the Victorian Harness Racing Club. And if you uh, don't want wish to be a corporate member uh, because of the cost, but you just want to be a social club member, uh, get involved by just buying a social club membership. They've got a special deal happening at the moment uh, for $69 that gets you uh, into the club lounge at Melton all the way through to end of February, which includes the Hunter Cup, Victoria Cup, uh, New Year's Eve, all the big nights. So uh, get involved with the uh, VHRC with a social club membership or a corporate, uh, corporate membership indeed. And that's even separate to all those bonuses you can get for signing up for your horses in uh, races throughout the course of uh, the year. Rob, thank you. Good tipping, good punting. Hope you have a wonderful grand final weekend. Thanks, Dan, and uh, may the best team win. Happy harnessing, everyone.